You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. The last podcast ever. <laughs> Let's say, Jack, the hopes are officially dashed. They're not even high. They're the just dead done. hopes podcast. There's no hope. No, no hope over. podcast. It's, it's over, Jack. Phillies uh, officially, even though we've been known it for yeah, a but long, it hurts but worse. Officially eliminated. It hurts attention. worse when you put it's it. It's over. Way. It's over. It's done. Just happened hours ago. It's over, man. I know. I know. I know. Um, it's not fun. No. Eight years. Eight, eight. Like I said last time, we're getting near a decade, man. We're getting near a decade we're without being, the playoffs. We're being lumped in with the Marlins, Padres, Mariners, White fourth Sox. Fourth place team. I mean, the Phillies are fourth place team. They're going to finish fourth place in the behind National the, League. Behind the freaking Mets, dude. Behind the Mets, uh, who we mock this whole season. I know. What, you know, the, you know what, uh, made fr- us look like a holes. Yeah, Thanks yeah. a lot. You know what I forgot? Forgot today. At one point in the season, the Nationals were twelve games under five hundred. That's a good point. Twelve yeah. games yeah. under five hundred. And and you think about it's especially gut punchy when you think about the whole Bryce Harper of it all and how yeah. much we mock Nat the Nash. Oh. Ho ho! We got the guy. Sucks to be in Washington now. We look like the idiots yet again. <laughs> I feel like the Phillies have made me look like an idiot over and over and over again. And to be fair, wasted a lot of my time this year, Jack. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I mean, the waste. I mean, obviously it wasn't all waste, but no, now but a it's lot. like, like, like so the, we spent a lot of time watching a bad baseball. I team. really felt that the seven to two loss yesterday. I it really felt like a waste. As I was watching that game, I am in my head saying. I am wasting my time. This is a waste of my life to watch this game right now. That's how I felt. Yeah, yeah. And you can't even really drink during games. No, I have to record a podcast right after. <laughs> so that sucks I, I, doubly. Yes, it's the worst. Yeah. It's, and I have to watch them. Every single one. I can't miss it. Even if I wanted to, I can't. It's the worst, man. It's like torture. It is. No, It's, it's gotten to become torture. At yeah, the end it's... I would like to apologize to my <laughs> entire family 
given the amount of time that I yeah. spent. Like I would, I've shirked. I my, would shirked my fatherly duties. I would not talk to people at a family party to watch this baseball. <laughs> you thing. did. Well, you talked about that on the every show every single yeah. time. I, yeah. I went. I go to like family parties in the summer all the time. I, yep. I would ditch everyone to go watch this team because so not worth it. I was had I, dude. Honestly, I was thinking today. You know, eight years without playoffs, right? Um, and it's been an eight, it's been a pretty quick eight years. Like it's <laughs> yeah, for sure. as horrible as I it's been. I guess so. Yeah. yeah, you would think it would be longer. Yeah, it, feel longer. Right. Like I just thought, I thought we we're gonna get rally towels this Me year too. I, I thought, thought this was the year, and I thought this is like this is the year that Philly's like for the last four years, people have been like, oh, baseball's dying, baseball's dying, baseball's dying. Baseball's not dying if your team is fun and your team's in the run because mm-hmm. then it's the best. Like it's the best. Every single night you're looking forward to seven oh five. What exciting thing are they gonna do? Mm-hmm. And and like for them to just do this again and and to just fall not fall apart like they 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 fell apart earlier this year but yeah. they they stabilized a little bit. They did. They, no, it wasn't like last year. No. It was I mean it's turning into last yeah, year this week. Yeah, I mean week. look, this last week we all remember the Rockies series last year. I could see that happening again very easily yeah. where they just get trounced in the rest of these games and it's embarrassing. Higher draft pick? Uh, yeah, hey, look. Higher draft pick season? Could could we end up under 500 again cuz that is totally on the table. If they go under 500, like Middleton would he has to clear house. Like, okay. I think Gabe's gone regardless. Let, yeah, let's dive into this, because I think that's very... I mean, he, Gabe was even asked about it after the game today. You know, what do you, you think see, about your future? By the way, did you see Gabe's other quote after the game? No, I only saw the about the 2020. He said, sometimes we fight too hard. Oh, God. <laughs> no, God. Gabe! <laughs> I love him. No! You're going to miss that. I, no, I'm so, I'm so not going to miss it. When Joe Madden... You said this to me earlier. When Joe Madden comes in and says... I'm just a shot and a beer kind of guy. I'm in. Oh, dude. Give me Joe Madden. Listen, when when Joe Madden comes in and says, I'm a shot and a beer, this is a shot and a beer town. town yep. Oh, this city's going to be like, oh, like, finally, a real baseball and guy. And then he's going to manage exactly like Gabe. And then he's going to rip the, <laughs> it's gonna be the same thing. Then he's going to rip the fans. He it's going to be. Will. Yeah, that quote that you showed me uh, from him in Chicago is basically yeah. like fans have no idea yeah. about bullpen. Can I throw, before we get too far into this, can yeah. I throw a name that I didn't think about until today? Sure. Um, that I think would be actually really really interesting and i would i would he's automatically at the top my top three okay Ra- like raul banias oh that's interesting i would I dodgers would get, yeah no well liked well very well liked smart A nice career was around the game forever smart guy affable guy likable guy i think would do a lot better in the Press conference, yeah. Arena. You can say that. Else. You could definitely. I, I think it's a. If they're going to go with a first time guy, I can't think of a better first time guy than. Like Bonnie. I was just, uh, like Abania. He's on that track. Look, Raul Abanez is going to be a manager in baseball. He is right. on that track. He's one of those guys they talk about, just like it happened for Alex Cora before he got hired. Like it happened for Gabe before he got hired. Like there are guys who just become these types of candidates. Guys who are on that track to become a manager, and, and Raul Abanez is talked really highly of in MLB circles. Yeah, and Raul Abanez is a guy that his teammates all loved and. Like whenever you talk to your, whenever you talk to baseball people about Raul Banias, it was like Ooh. it was like yeah, imagine that. That's what I'm saying. That's uh, what I'm thinking about. Opening day next year. Come yeah, on, it'd be so funny. Um, I I think I think Raul would be a really really interesting choice, and he's analytical. I mean, he comes from the Dodgers, obviously, yep, for sure. Um, um, and I think he just connects better. Like, my, obviously, you can have your opinion on Gabe or whatever, and I like Gabe, and I think Gabe's a very sound baseball mind. But where where me as a baseball player. Like watching Gabe and and seeing how he interacts, like he's just not a baseball guy. Like and like I know people would say, "Well, he played 14 years in the majors." Like mm. that's not really the point. Like he's he, just because he played that long doesn't mean he's a baseball guy. He like, just doesn't a, fit in the same way. There's a difference between being yeah. a baseball guy and just being like 
well, Gabe. Like, <laughs> he is so just Gabe. He's that just is, Gabe. He is. He's man. literally just Gabe. And we've talked about this before. And again, I don't, I don't want perception to rule my team's decisions. I don't want my organization making decisions purely based on perception. But I just don't know if. And again, winning cures all and all that. But yeah. I just don't know if Gabe ever works in this city. Uh, you know, I just don't know if he, the way he goes about his business, the way he interacts with the media, the way he, the things he says after games. I mean, it's just, again, to say we're still in it after yesterday's game, I know he, he can't say like, oh, season over, over, but he's just so not real. It just feels so forced. And like, again, yesterday after or after the game today, he's like, come off the field, guys. Great job. You really killed it out there. It's like, no, they didn't. They didn't. They had 18 straight retired. They sucked. <laughs> Don't do that. Just be real. Be us. Like, channel us just a little bit to know that this stuff just comes off as so hollow and so fake. And I think Gabe's gone. I, I've said for a while I thought they didn't make the playoffs. He's gone. And I think the way it's played out, I don't think there is any chance at this point they bring Gabe Kapler back because you, they're going to finish, what, seven, eight, nine, maybe ten games out of the playoffs at this point? Mm. There's no way John Middleton can bring everything back. And I just I don't see him getting rid of Matt Klentak. I want him to. I'm all for it. I just don't see it happening. What do we have to do to get High and Bloom to be our GM? <laughs> well, like, what do we have to do? It's never going to happen. Did I just start high and bloom Lent? Sure. I don't think it'll be as successful as your last Lent. I know. I really don't. Clentac's not. Do you agree that Clentac's not going anywhere? I agree unless they finish below 500. I mean, that's a real possibility. What do you mean unless they finish? They're 79 and 77. There's a real chance they finish. I mean, do you trust them to win three of the last six uh, or whatever? Yeah, they're scratching and clawing until the end. Uh, yeah, I know. They're treating every game like it's game seven. That's why Brad Miller is a cleanup hitter today. Okay, no, I saw the lineup today. That's why just... Blake Parker is starting a, starting a playoff game today. Uh, game seven. Perfect, perfect Blake Parker. Perfect, Let's call Parker. perfect Parker. Yeah. All right. yeah. That's what he is. He had, he had perfect game stuff today. He did. He definitely did. Yeah. Um, um, I pray to the heavens that Andy McPhail has gone. Um, I just I don't want that guy sniffing my organization anymore. Like he can't even be. I would honestly put a restraining order on Andy McPhail. Yeah, I that's th- how far I want him away from this. To team. be fair, I don't think he does anything. I don't think he does that much I anyway. Don't think I he, don't care. Like I agree with you. I want him gone. I just never want to see his face again. I never want to hear his name again. Get out. But in terms of like product and whatever, I don't think he does anything. Yeah, I, I don't think care. he literally does nothing. I think he literally sits at home and. You know, wears his adult diapers and does whatever he does. And every once in a while, Matt Clentag will call me like, hey, Andy, we need you in for the day. And I'll go in and that'll be it. Yeah. I think he also, I think he holds back them when it comes to <laughs> Just anal- kidding. When it comes back to analytics. Kidding everything about the adult diapers part. That part. Oh, well, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I just really don't like Andy McPhail. Yeah, at all. I don't either. He's a bad, a bad uh, symbol of the organization. I agree. He's a bad pr- face of the organization. But with the Kapler thing. I mean, that- him and, him and, uh, him and freaking... Billy Bean had the same title. It's unbelievable. They have the same title. And Billy Bean, yet again, with zero money, is taking the East. 90 wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to the playoffs. Again. Like usual. It's just... Oh. Oh. And, okay. So, with the Kapler thing, too, just back to the point you just made about the the, the message to the fans. I do think that's another reason Kapler will be gone. The message to the fan base that, A, they're trying to do something, and B, that... You know, they're not going to just send Kapler out there as the face of this franchise anymore because he makes everyone mad. <laughs> like it or not, he makes everyone yeah, mad. Yeah, it's, it's a shame it comes down to that. Like, I just think it's such a... 
Neanderthalistic mindset sure. of like, oh, we don't like this guy. Like, I feel like he never really got a chance. No, J- Jack, he was booed the first time yeah. he stepped on he the field. Never got a chance. That's it. That is the the the, the story of Gabe Kapler's tenure happened the very first time he stepped on the field at Citizens Bank Park, and nothing has changed. No matter what he did, he couldn't do anything. It's, maybe, maybe if they make the playoffs last year and just become good, sure, you know that that's the kind of thing that can change things. But considering the hand he was dealt from the jump. He did not really ever have much of a chance here. Yeah, and the, the I think the craziest part about Gabe um, possibly being fired, probably being fired, probably is that, very very likely in my mind. Is that is that I think the city wants him fired, but they also feel bad at the same time. Well, and I also think I think you're right about that, and I also think that at some point over the last couple months, and I know we've talked about it for a really long time here, but at some point over the last couple months, I think it flipped. I think that people don't like Gabe, but I think people have finally started to put the blame where it truly deserves to be placed. More than not, I think people are starting to say, all right, Matt Klintag's not good. You're welcome. Matt Klintag, yeah. <laughs> Matt Klintag did a bad job. He did a bad job. Yeah. He did. Oh, yeah. He didn't give me the whole, oh, he signed three All-Stars. Oh, what, all right, let's talk about Klintag. Because <laughs> we both need his back, but let's talk. He for, comes out, speaks in the media, John Heyman, big-time baseball something. And Big time baseball podcast powered by radio.com. There you go. Thank you, sir. Good work. Yeah, don't 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 I'm, pull that. Uh, no, I was just saying because there's really only one baseball podcast out there. You're listening to it, right. but I guess national. There's only one Phillies podcast. There you go. Okay, so if you're gonna listen to a national podcast, listen make it the radio.com. Big time baseball podcast. Clint Dag sits down with them. Great get by them, no question. And then he speaks to Jim Salisbury. And the overwhelming takeaway for me. And I'm sure people have seen it by now. If not, pause the pod, go read it, and come back and listen. But it's just that this guy doesn't think he did anything wrong. Nope. <laughs> he doesn't think he did anything wrong. And he's got excuses for everything. At no point in any of those interviews does he say, yeah, my bad. Yeah, I, I screwed that up. Yeah, I did a bad job. Not once, Jack. Not once. Does he put any... There's always an equivocation. There's always a a blame to place somewhere else. There's always, oh, we'll go back and we'll look at our process. And just because the results didn't work doesn't mean the process wasn't... All that stuff. Matt, take some freaking responsibility, man. Some accountability. Say, yeah, that's on me. Did you hear that once in the entire thing? And what was your takeaway from everything Clintag had to say? You've heard me say this. Last year's starting pitching rotation <laughs> was both healthy and effective. Hmm. Nah. Not in a linear way, though, Jack. The effectiveness wasn't linear. Oh, there you go. It was more effective in the first half than it was in the second half, but it was aggregate. That group of guys was pretty good last year. There's no question that we bet on some improvement from some of those players based on what they had shown in 2018, based on their ages, their development curve, and what we thought that we would be more improvement than what we've seen. Now, now this is all Clintex so far. He did not add in that quote, we expected Nick Pavetta to add a splitter. <laughs> but in my head, that's exactly well, what he's no, saying. See, here's the thing is, is because it was them, they didn't expect that. You expected Pavetta to add a splitter. They just expected Pavetta to get better. Yeah. It's hard to look back and second guess that thought process. It's easy to look back and <laughs> it's easy to look back and second guess the results, just like many Phillies fans have second guessed. We made a lot of adjustments wow. to our team last offseason in a lot of areas. Many of those have worked out, some have oh. not. But I think the best we can do is to look at the, at the reasons we made our dis- made or didn't make decisions and try to learn from it. Matt. Okay. Contact. So the the last line, sure. 
yes, you should be looking at the decisions you made and try and learn from them. What I fail to hear there yet again is at any point does he say, yeah, it didn't work out and that's our fault. Like, just because you thought your process was fine and sure, going back and saying, yeah, we expected these guys to get better. That's a fair expectation to have. They didn't get better. They got worse. Like, how at any point is that not on you, Matt? What was the thought process behind signing Arietta? Great what, question. What was, your, what was your sound process then? That's and then, not just signing him, but then counting on him again. I know you're paying him, but you counted on him. You made him a big part of why you're going to be good this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then again, real quick, just to, yeah, Pavetta and Eflin, I get it. You could say, and there were other people, I think, who believed that Pavetta would, would take a step forward. Not me. Not you, not me, not the show, but... Yeah. I get it. I can at least understand the process. What's your What's your argument? What's your process over results for why Vincent Velasquez was brought back for the... F- oh, I can't even go into it. Like, how, how many years do we have to watch Vincent Velasquez? How many years do we have to watch this guy to know that he's not good? I mean, what do we have to do? What do we have to do to get Vincent Velasquez off this team? I think we have to riot. I'm ready to riot. <laughs> can you hear me? I'm yelling. I'm Charlie. You want to march on CDP right now? I am Charlie Dang as hard as I can Charlie Dang. Yeah. No, it's 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 unbelievable. It's truly and like to say that the fans thing, like sec- the, a, lot uh, of our, a lot of our fans are second guessed. It's like, well, guess what, Matt? They're right again. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we second guess because so, we were right. And so you're wrong. Hey, how about you? Maybe you stop ripping the people that are actually right, and maybe you figure out your crap and and stop blaming. Stop being such a prick towards your the people <laughs> well, who buy your freaking seats to barely fill your stadium because you can't do your job good enough. You didn't want to spend $13 million on Dallas Keuchel. That's not the fans' fault, Matt. Nope. You And you were wrong about it. Look, you can have whatever excuses you have God, for why you didn't I sign him just... in the moment, but say, hey, guess what? We should have done that. Very clearly. You'd have to be... In fact, you should be fired if you can't acknowledge <laughs> that Dallas Keuchel signed Dallas Keuchel was the right decision. It bore out. He pitched great for Atlanta. You sucked. Your starting rotation sucked. Drew Smiley, Jason Vargas. Vargas. Here we are. Here we are. Vargas. I um, just, I just, I, I wish he wasn't so arrogant. That, well, that's the problem. It's so arrogant and you're talking down to a fan base that is ultimately supporting your product. And here's the thing, Matt. We're not a stupid fan base. Like, yes, we definitely have a portion of our fan base that is stuck in the Stone Ages. We get that. Jack and I talk about it a lot. Jack, probably too much. We get it. But that doesn't mean that the entire fan base is stupid because we're not. And he talks to us like we are. He talks to us like we don't understand. Like, hey, you guys don't understand this, okay? Like, this is high-level baseball stuff that I get and you don't, so why don't you sit in your place? That's what it sounds like. That's what it feels like when he talks to us. Yeah, well, I mean, anytime you can show your track record from the Angels, right, and the Baltimore Orioles. They got another scout, by the way. Uh, How about it? Super. Anytime you can get an Orioles scout, a 20-year Orioles scout. Uh, Whoa! Sign me up. Think about all... Think about all the great players that guy must have scouted for the Orioles in 20... Oh. Well, actually, <laughs> I got a name for you. Did he, get, did he do one? Uh, Dylan jo- Bundy? Josh Hader in the 19th round. Okay. You know, he was, the, he was an Orioles farmhand first. Yeah. Blind squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, really? Really? Now, the way it was written... I, I, just prepare yourself mentally No. for the future nope. press relief. Nope. Phillies have hired ex 
why from the Orioles organization to be their scouting director or from the Angels organization no. or have promoted asshat number three from their own organization? Nope. Get ready. Nope. Get ready. I refuse. No. I will bet everything I have that they do not hire someone from a smart organization. I'll bet everything I have. And I'm I'm devastated about it. I'm not happy about it. But do you believe what Matt Clintac does is he insulates himself with people who he can control, people who are his guys. He doesn't care if they're good. Clearly, he doesn't care about finding the best and the brightest because he's threatened by them. That's why. I mean, what are we doing here? That's why I can't wait for it to be Joe Madden or Joe Girardi or whoever who's going to come in and be like, "No, I'm not doing what you tell well, me." Well, the only way that that's going to happen is if Middleton gets involved. You don't think he will? Maybe he has to. You'd hope so. I'm a little down on John. Not going to lie. He's definitely not Jack. Little da- Oh, my God. He lost Jack a while ago. <laughs> I mean, again, the Phillies will finish the season as the 11th highest payroll in baseball. The 11th. I thought we were supposed to be a big boy. Yeah. I th- John Middleton told me. I was in the studio looking into that room while he was talking to Angelo Cataldi. I was right there watching him say, we're going to be a freaking big boy. We're bringing that trophy uh, back or I'm going to die trying. Yeah. No, you're not. If you're going to die trying, spend some freaking money. Like, do what you got to do. Hire smart people. Like Steinbrenner of the South. Run a baseball franchise. Steinbrenner of the South. It's not funny anymore. It's not funny anymore. No. It used to be cute. It's not anymore. Yeah. I really wish I could be cocky about John Middleton, but uh, I don't have his. And like he's down there this week. Like they're they're all down there in Washington. Like the whole brass is down oh there. God, what? The, the, they can't imagine being in those those meetings. That must be some like, high well, level like, stuff. What are they doing? Like they are obviously all there, right? And their only decision they're going to make is whether they're keeping Kapler or yep, not. That's it. I mean, if if Clintax in that room, like that's it. Yeah. Oh God, can you imagine? And again, uh, look. As far as it goes, I. I am not anti-Kapler comparative to, to the vast majority of people, but I just don't see any way they could. They could. Klentak's going to fight for Kapler, obviously. The the one well, he already did on the on, on the rate oh, absolutely did on Radio.com podcast on MLB Salisbury's interview on MLB Network. He has made it very clear that he thinks Gabe has done a fantastic job. Which look, of course he's going to. That's his guy. He hired that guy the moment Gabe Kapler gets fired. Matt Klentak is on the clock. Well, why 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 are you letting a GM make a second manager choice? Well, you, uh, that's my point. I don't think you can. I don't think you can because Klentak is going to stump for Kapler. He's going to. F- Fight to keep him. Scratching and clawing? Scratching and clawing. Game till, seven? Till it's done. We're still fighting, Jack. <laughs> We're still fighting. Uh, man. So it's going to be a super fascinating offseason. It, there is a lot to go down. Would you, oh, I'm would you so rather... annoyed that Matt Clintax is going to be back. I'm so annoyed. It hurts my soul thinking about another year of this guy setting this franchise back. All right. Uh, I think we need to talk about this because I think it's really important. Um, so Salisbury wrote today after the game, and he said this about Reese Hoskins. Oh, I, yeah, I saw this. Reese Hoskins went over three with a walk. He's hitless in his last twenty-five at bats, and his batting average is down to two twenty-nine. He's hitting one eighty-two since the All-Star break. Back in spring training, it at least seemed possible that the Phillies would try to lock up Hoskins with a long-term contract this winter. That is highly doubtful now. It might be more plausible that the Phillies shop him in a trade for pitching this offseason. Wow! <laughs> Holy smokes! Wow! Holy smokes! I mean, here's the thing. The, the, the fall from grace for Reese Hoskins has been precipitous. What sucks is that I feel bad for him. Like, I watch him, and I feel bad. Because I, I think he's trying. I think all of that. And I th- he should be a face of this franchise. He should be. He already I mean, is by default. He was and is and whatever, yes. 
And I just, I think that there's a better player in there. We've seen it. Like, that wasn't all a mirage. But I, 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 I keep waiting every single day for him to come out like 09 Hamels. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and just say, like, I can't wait for the season to be over. I, I'm done. Yeah. I, in tears, maybe. Right. And I mean, I don't blame him. Like, he, Look, he had to have Sean Rodriguez stand up for him. He had to go to, he, in this offseason, he went to Japan. He didn't really have an all, like, he didn't, he, he's been nonstop doing everything since he got up here. It is, I feel bad for him. Um, but what do you? I guess you just start you start moving Bohm and and grooming Bohm and then try to sign Rendon. I well, I would love them to sign Rendon. If you get your choice, jo- if you could, John ha- Middleton, go get guys, spends money. Please. If you could choose one, you're only allowed to choose one. You can't choose both. You cannot choose neither. Cole or Rendon. Cole or Rendon. Which which is the better path for the Phillies? I hate this question specific to. I'm I'm. 99 times out of 100, I'm taking the star hitter in that situation. I just, I do. It's the way I lean philosophically. I think it has to be Garrett Cole in this situation. I think it has to be. I mean, I don't see any other path to getting elite starting pitching. I mean, did you see Spencer Howard last Friday in yeah, the, the Arizona Fall League? Howard, but like Garrett Cole is is one of the five best pitchers in baseball. Yeah. Right? Fair? Yes. And he's he's been a horse. And he is, and he's getting better. He's better this year than he was last year. He's getting yeah, better. Let's, let's factor in the Astros pitching staff. Sure, true. Or the Astros yeah. are pitching yes. coaches. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, I'm sure he'll regress. We're going to, yeah, I mean, we can see like why he gets his hands on him. Uh, we'll be back to Pirates Garrett Cole real I quick. I feel like you can you can supplement production offensively a little bit easier with the free agents out there than, than I don't want to pay Madison Bumgarner. Uh, there are no other starters. Wheeler? I like Wheeler. I would 590 take, for Wheeler? I would take, yes. I, if, if they're not going to sign Cole, I would absolutely take a shot on Wheeler. That dude has a ton of upside. He's been pretty good. How the, the hell? How years. the hell was he in the Carlos Beltran trade? I, I, it, that, one of the worst trades. Well, of that all trade time. was in 2011. Yeah, it was straight up. It was Zach Wheeler for Carlos Beltran, and Beltran was done. Dunzo. Yeah. So anyway, I um back to the Hoskins point though, and I so I well I would say Rendon by the way. I'm torn. I want to say Rendon. Would you say it like definitively, or is it a tough call for you? Tough call. Yeah. But I just think that anytime you can get a guy, that's what I'm saying. Like I generally lean towards like I know what Anthony Rendon is and is going to be, and he's just awesome. And Cole, he's arms pitchers. It scares me. 123 RBI this year. Oh, for he's 224 now. 124. Yeah. Like he's just he's like 325. He's or impossible to get out. He's so good. He's like a he's like a souped up Jose Altuve. He's one of the best hitters in baseball. Well, maybe yeah, the be- maybe the best pure hitter. Like he's one of them. Like if you had to pick a guy to to get you a one hit in any spot. Like I just, Mike Trout's always going to be the guy right mm. now. But that's what I mean. Like Rendon, just pure bat skill, bat on ball. Like he might be the guy I choose just to get me one hit. All I need is a single. <laughs> All I need is whatever in any situation. I mean, he's up there. No, no, I know this sounds insane. Oh, good. I, like I, I would never be able to get out Anthony Rendon. <laughs> I know that sounds insane because the idea that you could get out other major league. Sure. <laughs> what yes. I'm saying is yeah. like that guy would like me and particularly Pav- me and Pavetta <laughs> both would get destroyed by Anthony Renzo. Basically the same thing, right? Same mental makeup. All right, back to Hoskins. I the issue with that, and I wouldn't be against if you can get a good young pitcher for him. Well, sure, if he's, if he's writing that, they've soured on him. Well, it's as simple as that. Very clearly, but my issue is you're going to trade him when he's in the. Worst slump of his career, and oh, it's like a yeah. shell of himself. Like, what's what's the upside there? Yeah, you're selling super low. The lowest, the lowest he's ever been. Reese Hoskins' value right now is the lowest it's ever been. Not even close. Yeah, including when he was a prospect. Yeah. Like, uh, he, there is no value Probably there. The right lowest now. it's been since like 2015. Yeah. So at that point, like, what's the upside? Why are you trading him then? Hmm. Good question. Yeah. But unless they've soured on that much, they don't want him around anymore. 
I just don't trust this organization. What you, you, I, I guess how you, bad is that? I just don't trust them to make these decisions. Who's he gonna put at first base? It'd be Boehm, right? But then who you put in third base? Kingery? And you put then in, you sign Rendon or something. Well, you do you do your best, but I mean, do you really think they're gonna shell out two hundred and fifty million for Anthony Rendon? Gonna, I don't think they're gonna shell out anything for any of these guys. I think they're not. I think it's all bluster. I think if Bryce Harper hadn't stretched it out over 13 years and it was only 25 a year, I don't know if they, they get it done. I, I think that they want to stay below the luxury tax. I think that. No, I, I think they didn't want to do it this year. I Well, good. They have They have to go over Oh, they don't have a choice. It is time. It is time. You, think you, waste, you wasted a year of the window. You waste, you, you traded Six of Sanchez for a catcher with two, a year and a half left on his contract, okay? You opened the window. I know. I know. They're going to go over it. If they don't go over it, I will. We are rioting. I need to see it happen. No, see, they're going to go over it. I need to see it happen. Oh, this is depressing. They're going to go over I it. I know it's very. Don't depressing. say they're not going to go over I it. Hope don't, so. don't, don't put Look, that. Look, John Middle has to prove to me again. I'm sorry. Like, I've been very disappointed. Prove it here. Yeah, it's prove it here. <laughs> and again, they're bringing back. I just uh, the complacency for this team is unbelievable. They didn't care all year. Matt Klintak continue and McPhail continually told us we don't care. That's what they said. If we don't, we don't. That was, like, that was before care. the trade. Deadline. That is the way of saying we don't care. If we don't, we don't. AK, we don't care. Whatever. And cool. and, and, and yeah, it's whatever, man. And as well, mad as you want to, as mad as you want to get it at McPhail and Klintak for that, like Middleton signed off on that. Absolutely, he signs off on everything. He's the owner. He's an involved owner, and he's like, nah. Can I go fourteen million? Yeah, mm-hmm. We don't need that guy. That's getting close. Yeah. We don't want to go a little, over. A little tight on the uh, old luxury tax. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Hoskins, like, what could you even get? Like now, I don't know. Not much. What are you getting for him? Like, what you're getting? You know what you're getting? You're getting someone else's. You're getting the Reese Hoskins starting pitching equivalent. Exactly. <laughs> that's what you're getting. Exactly. Yeah, that's what you're getting, and that's not. Like, what, what super is exciting. what is the plan here? There isn't one. What is the plan? That's the problem. You trade Hoskins, put Bohm at first, put Kingery as a third baseman full-time, start Hazley in center field, uh, have McCutcheon in left field. Is that is that their plan? I don't think they have a plan right now. Like, I don't think they have a, a firm plan. <laughs> I don't trust this organization to make decisions. That's where I'm at. And it sucks and it's depressing, but I don't trust them mm. to make decisions. What if they uh, hire Joe Madden and bring back John Maley as the hitting coach? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> World Series champ. Well, that won't happen. <laughs> Look, I think if they, as we both think, fire Kapler. Um, I think if they, I think it's going to be really telling to see who the hire is. In the sense that if it is Madden, if it is a big time name like that, I think it was Middleton's decision. I don't think that Clentac would bring in someone who's going to have the clout to question him, to go against him, to not do his bidding as it were that's how i feel yeah i hate it it's gonna be fascinating it's gonna be literally for as awesome as last offseason was getting harper this offseason is gonna be should be crazy we gotta replace a manager we have to find a starter and we have to fill out the rest of the roster and a scouting and, director and right. they gotta and they gotta find a, another closer because robertson's of course out. they do that's a, one of the things on the list you, a closer you need a bullpen you need a bullpen. You have to find a bullpen tommy hunter's gone pat nishek's gone juan nicasio's gone like you have to find a bullpen yeah a full bullpen sir anthony dominguez who the hell knows i know no tommy john so that's great he'll just get it i'm sure it'll work out well yeah. what's gonna happen is he's gonna work his way back he's gonna hurt his arm again and he's gonna get tommy john we're not gonna see sir anthony for like two more years right I'm do you think so, that's I'm, a fair assessment if you had to guess yeah I, I think we're not going to see it for two years. You want me to think something's going to go right? 
I'm shocked Harper's here. Honestly, I'm shocked. I, it's, I'm a, it's, shocked. The, it's honestly the most shocking thing that, that has happened yeah. in, in recent We never get that guy. No. 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 Love it. I can't wait. It's such a bummer. Oh, so I'll turn this around real quick. You, uh, yeah. you know, sad the first 25 minutes? <laughs> we got a lot to do. Mm, I can't wait. <laughs> you are the quickest turnaround. Oh, I don't I, see. I I told you I've been dead since the Reds game. I've yeah. literally been dead. Like I haven't. They've they've killed me. It's I'm over. back. Are you really though, or is this yeah. this faux backness? It's not, nah, I can't wait. <laughs> There's so much intrigue. There's a lot of intrigue. I just wish. I just wish I had some level of confidence that they were going to do the right. You thing. Never should. I know they're, losing, that, they're the losingest so franchise how is that fun? in the history of sports. How is that fun? Just one day they'll figure it out. <laughs> they figure it out for five year five year runs at a, at a time, uh, then they go back into the tank. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. We'll have a lot to talk about. Our next podcast, realistically, because we're going to start going back to one a week next yes. week. It might be the emergency Gabe Kapler's fire podcast. It. What do you mean? Might be. I think it's going to be. I think on Monday, Gabe Kapler will be fired. That is my guess. Will, we, will grown men be weeping in the streets? <laughs> yeah, they got him out of here. About time. Kate told you from day one that guy can't manage in this city. Doesn't match up well. Coconut oil oven. Doesn't know how to manage. Pulled Nola after 68 pitches. People forget that. <laughs> I called in WIP the first day. Said, get this guy out of here. Bringing a real baseball guy like Jay Madden. I, and that... <laughs> That call will happen. Yeah. That call will happen on Monday. Dude. I guess the one the one good thing is that Gabe will get his day. Thank goodness the Eagles are playing on Thursday night this week. So Gabe actually gets Monday. It'll be a Gabe day. Won't mm. be a reaction to the Eagles day. Something, right? Yeah, he yeah, deserves, he deserves yeah, that. Feel good for Gabe about that, right? Yeah. He'll get his day to get he deserves that. the victory lap that all the people will be taking on Monday. I really... I uh, wanted to say something else there, but I didn't. I really... Uh, I hope he goes on with Angelo after he gets fired. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Should. Come on and just go scorched earth. Hey, listen. Here's everything that went wrong. Hey, you want to know what the real story is? <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do this. I could do this. Clentag forced me to do this. I had to do this. Did you see good. my starting staff the last two months? Yeah. Yeah, you think? Do you think I wanted to roll these guys out here? Do you think that was my decision? You saw Real Muto's face when Jared Hughes come in. You should have seen mine. <laughs> 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 That that is definitely the face of the season. Romuto's face when Jared Hughes came in is like yeah. the season. Yeah. Twenty nineteen Phillies. Yeah. Boom. Very fun team. It's great. It's gonna go down as history is <laughs> maybe the most annoying season in my lifetime watching the Phillies. It's up there. It's legitimately up there in the most annoying seasons I've ever had. When you've taken the expectations of the night tonight was brutal. was brutal. But I'm talking about when you've taken the expectations we had, the high hopes, dare I say. The night to night of it, the inability to get on a run, the massive amount of just brutal, ugly losses combined with the massive amount of just complete and total no shows. I really, it's up there, man. If I had to make my most annoying seasons ever rankings, this one might be the top. It's up there. You got to go back and watch one team, this team or the dream team? I mean, that's an easy answer. Because the Dream Team's only 16 games. You're damn right. <laughs> you are damn right. Dream not, Team all day. It's not 16 no. times Oh, my God. 10? Can you imagine going back to watch? I'm sad that I've watched all 150, whatever it is so far. Yeah. I'm sad. It makes me sad that I've spent all that time watching this team. It's a lot of baseballs. Too much, <laughs> you might say. All right. 
We've done enough bitching. Fritz, final thoughts. Um, let me look into my notes. In the note bag. Um, okay. I got th- I got all right. I got <laughs> I had three things I want to hit on. Hit on. Go for it. So they're my final thoughts. It's a, it's a trio of final thoughts. Um, Adam Hazley, who I really like and I think is going to be a good major league player. I think he's five for 45 on breaking pitches this year. Whoa. Yeah, can't hit him. That's jarring. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. He's, yeah, he can't hit curveballs. Not good. Trouble with the curve, some would say. Uh, um, so he needs, to, he needs to spend. You, you did it. He spends all offseason, needs to work on that curveball and hitting curveballs and figuring that out. Because okay. he hits the fastball pretty well. But so just like... Nick Pavetta spent all last season yeah. working on a splitter. This right. got it. Right. Good. Um, my second final thought is I I know he didn't pitch well today, but I've been impressed with Edgar Garcia since he came back. I saw you tweet about I this. Lo- I just I like You're him. You're in on that it. Cur- that slider is disgusting. It's a legit pitch. Like, it's a, it's pitch. a really good pitch. And he's thrown with more conviction recently. He looks better. He looked better. He looked better th- since being back I still back think up. he can get more tilt to it. Like He needs to get on top of his pitches more and drive it down, drive his, drive his slider down. Um, like There's... Like he needs to, he needs to almost watch how Brad Lidge threw his, and because Brad Lidge created the perfect amount of tilt, and oh, I just wouldn't it be nice if there was a pitching coach who showed him. No, he only looks at he looks at uh, heat maps. See why? Um, and my he's gone too. By no, the way. he is. He is the lock of locks to be gone. Stone cold mortal lock. Good thing uh, you know they chose him over Rick Rennitz. I mean, maybe. Uh, no look, thoughts on. Let's put it this way: Rick couldn't have been worse. No. And the evidence from look. The, the same guys were better last year. They just were. And I, I mean, they were kind of better. They were also the same staff in September that was Slightly horrible. better. And still, the point is, is not worse. Not worse. Yeah, I mean, they're good for the most part of the season and then yeah. fell apart. Rick Granitz is coaching in the playoffs. Chris Young isn't. Yeah, well, that's also a product of more than just him being uh, a pitching coach. Oh, no, I know. All right. <laughs> Rick it's because of Brian Snicker. He's such a great manager. He made. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, uh, when uh, he really taught Ronald Acuna a lesson uh, when he sat him down, yeah. right? As Ronald, Ronald Acuna again. Oh, I'm saying two for uh, two. He's real hard nosed. Made the playoffs every year he's managed. Just yeah. saying, guys. This guy is a stone cold fraud. Number three. Um, and my final thought is that once again, uh, Nationals fans are just the most embarrassing sports fans on earth. Um, this is my first time I had seen the Gerardo Parra shark thing. Oh yeah, the em- baby shark, which thing? is embarrassing. I thought that was kind of fun. stupid. Well, and then, you don't have a kid. So. And then, oh, well, yeah, I don't. Baby shark, do 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 do. No, imagine, Not that Zoe's into that, but no, imagine again, that was, except with grown people in a baseball kinda, stadium. Come on, it's kind of cute. And the, I don't want cute. Um, <laughs> and then today, today, have you ever heard them do this? When they score, they go N A T S Nats Nats Nats. Woo. Okay. I mean, that's got to be the lamest thing you've well, ever Well, first of all, that's just, they're stealing it. I mean, the woo part, I guess, is theirs, which is the lamest part, but that's J-E-T-S, Jets, yeah. Jets, Jets. Like, yeah. that has been that forever. That's theirs. Sorry. Can't use it. Yeah. That's theirs. Yeah. But the woo, yeah. that's the worst part. Yeah. That's so bad. I mean, between that and attitude, it's just... Natitude is the worst thing that's ever happened. Ever happened in the history of, of yeah. baseball. They, just go back to Montreal. Can we just please well, be the like, There's 20,000 people there, and they're... 20,000? I was thinking like five, man. It's bad. It looked like there were 5,000 people there to this game. Dude, their ring of honor is Frank Robinson, Frank someone else, and and Jason Worth. Just wait till Ryan Zimmerman's in there, buddy. Yeah. It's going to be great. They'll put Harper, they should put Harper in. They should put, they should put Harper in. Of course, in. The, he put their franchise on the map. Are you is, kidding me? Is Jose Vidro getting in? <laughs> 
Jose Vidra. He was more Chad Cordero than a gnat, I would say. Chad Cordero. Brad Wilkerson? It is. Uh, Brian Schneider? I dug the Expos. Sad though, the Nationals. Yeah, I wish I saw more than 90s Expos. The Vladdy I mean, that's the, the true tragedy of 1994 of the strike-shortened season was the Expos. I mean, they mm. were the best team in baseball. Gwynn mm. was going to hit 400. You might have spent like 396 or something like that. Yeah. But no, the true tragedy was, dude, the Expos were going to go to the playoffs. The Expos uh, were going to the World Series. Uh, that would, they, were like, they were like 10 wins better than everyone else in baseball at the time of the strike. They were awesome. They had a freaking roster, man. Oh, I mean, you remember those days like they were yesterday because I was your freshman year of college. Uh, not quite, but yes, I do remember those days like they were yesterday. <laughs> All right. My final thought. It's a very simple oh, one. Oh, by the way, hold on, hold on, hold yes. on, hold on. Anthony Rendell's a modern day Tony Gwynn. With a little more pop. Even better. (laughs) (laughs) Not as good a base dealer. All right. My final thought. It's a very simple. Rate and review the podcast, please. We're going to get this this. offseason together. We're going to do it. We need you. We need you desperately. And you need us. Probably not. We need you, though. So (laughs) just stay with us. Um, Last final thought. And it's very simple. And it's very direct. I never want to see Austin Davis pitch again. I never want to see that guy pitch. And I'll usually say, like, I never want to see him pitch in a Phillies uniform again. I never want to see him pitch in any uniform again. I don't want him allowed in a beer league. All right? No more Austin Davis ever. If I have to start Austin Davis Lent the other way around, I'll do that while Jack's doing high and bloom Lent. No more Austin Davis. He is pretty bad. I can't do it. Anymore. He's pretty. Him and Edebry. I just can't do it anymore. You know what? Give they, me a, give me a real bullpen next year. Yeah, yeah, please. Austin Davis has sucked the life out of me, along with Mike Morin and Jared Hughes and all those guys. I hate them all, Jack. No, no. Would you stop? Jared Hughes has been good recently, been and fine. and Nick Vincent hasn't allowed a run his last seven appearances. <laughs> so Nick would you calm down? Didn't he allow a run today, Nick Vincent? I don't know. Maybe I think he did. Were you producing the game and you were checked out? I blacked out. <laughs> you think I was paying attention to the 8th and ninth inning? He, he struck out Howie Kendrick in a key spot today. In a, in a game 7. They all count. You doubted that guy. They're still fighting, Jack. Alright, the next time we talk to you will probably be because Gabe Kapler has been fired. If it's not, it's going to be a hell of an interesting podcast. So, either way, he's Fritz. I'm Seltzer. Talk to you later.